I had a war flashback in the middle of the night and now my girlfriend won't talk to me at all. You know, that's a that's that's a sh- unfortunate predicament because it's like you feel bad for the guy who's going through the the, you know, reenactment in his brain. But then also the woman is, you know, like, what's going on? That's uh, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know who to feel for um, at this moment. I think but you both feel of them, for both of them. no one. <laughs> Actually, yeah. What I am I talking about? Stone Cold Rock, John. <sighs> I've been. And you don't care about our troops serving to save us, little little civilians. You don't care about those army wives. Yes. That are, uh, you know, actually, our army wives go wild usually. Or we have we have a thing coming up about that. Army wives, dude. Army wives are are the least loyal. Okay, actually, <laughs> shit. I, I, Everyone I, I, attack I him right now. Say that, but I've just heard some army wives. You've sto- heard some tales. You've heard some tales. Where it's yeah. like like these guys go off to base and they hit the club. I think it's a situation. Yeah, you know what I mean? Tough. It's like if, if any co- if if you take like uh you know ten million couples and put them in that in scenario them in oh, that yeah. scenario, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. It's Hey, Army Wives, I feel for you. And if you ever need someone to talk to, that's call right. Me. And the important thing we learned about is not to care about other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. At the end of the that's day, that's the most important thing. You're in this world by yourself. So, Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like on a board. Yeah. But like, like roller skates. Roller, roller skates. skates. Well, you have already the dance moves. So I imagine if you got on skates, there's no stopping you. Exactly. But like, I got the skates. I love them. I'm excited. But my sister is like actually like a derby skater, like is legit. Oh. And she has like br- snapped her leg in half before. Oh. It's been bad. Seriously? Yes. This oh is God. this is this yeah, is I true. Heard derby skating is nuts. They, they they go hard. They go hard. It makes me a little nervous. Um, but there is something I have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as I want. Wait, to. what would it be? Uh, it's ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too! Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. Let's get back to the show. With no one else. Yeah. Take take If you take nothing else away, take that away. Yeah, yeah. Our wonderful We're viewers. all in this floating rock curling Apart. through space. Yeah. Um, and you might think you're connected. But you're but not. you're not. Yeah. You're alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, guys. I, I can't even. I can't even I'm not. I'm not. All right. Thank, thanks, John. <laughs> Mr. Coldstone Rock. That's over right. Here. All right. I, 38 male, have recently started dating a 31 female. Congrats. I've been single for nearly six years prior to this, and I had a very difficult relationship previously. I felt used for my stability and the consistency that I provided him being like a military guy, you know, makes sense. Very consistent. You're getting them them bucks, apparently tax free. Yeah. Tax free. And also just like think about the schedule he probably has. He's like 5 a.m. workouts, you know, uh, eating 
meal prep. I don't My know, man I, is consistent. I'm, I'm imagining he's like a super fit meal prep guy. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person that thinks that all women are awful or that the dating world is entirely and perpetually flawed for men in my age range. But typically, I have poor judgment when it comes to other people's intentions. And that has certainly led to a string of situations where I feel valued almost exclusively for what I provided and not who I was. Interesting. So like you just got a bunch of gold diggers coming at him. OP, uh, if you hear this, hit us up and we'll, we'll match make you. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, for a price. Yeah, if you could provide us some stability <laughs> financially, <laughs> feel the pain. <laughs> to some degree, I think that's all right, man. Like he's already given consolations. Man, it's like, oh, like it's fine if I'm being used for my consistency. Hey, think more of yourself. That's man. right. Yeah, think more of yourself. You're a catch. You're worth it, King. Yeah, but I needed a break, so I left the dating scene for a longer period of time. Hey. Or Tinder ladies, you know, throwing their booties about and then ghosting you. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you, man. That's right. Anyway, he's a veteran. He served following 9-11, which, damn, that's hard, hard, hard act to follow. That's true. I don't know why yeah. I'm laughing. <laughs> but John just, every time he hears 9-11, he just giggles. I just, I just burst out laughing. And while most people in my life know that I'm a combat veteran, their knowledge starts and stops there. Which I guess like when I think of combat veteran, I'm just like, oh, that guy probably killed some people. Yeah. I'm like, how many? Yeah. How many? That's my first question. Yeah. How many? Not how are you? Or, how are, yeah. Definitely not. How are you? Know, you? Tell probably me. Awful. And I don't want to yeah, hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, <laughs> Sam's kidding. I'm I'm an actual piece of dog. Do- dog dookie. dookie. Yep. I live in a large city and there seems to be a general lack of empathy or respect for military service. I am pretty okay with that. Bro, why are you okay with that? <laughs> Yo, I have some standards for how you want to be treated, man. But then again, I guess he did sell his body to the government. So I'm not sure his standards are too high. Oh, man. (laughs) That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy or that I'm proud of my time in the uniform. I am damn straight, OP. Mm. Okay, OP. But I'm very all right with moving forward in my life and not having it be a center and not having it be central to my current experiences. There's only one hitch, John, in this whole identity crisis that he's Uh having. The problem is I have PTSD. Right. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Or as they call it in the biz. (laughs) No. Where are we going? Where are we going right now? Um, Take us there. Take us home. (laughs) Take us home. Poopy toilet semen dumps. Did he write that? No. 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 (laughs) I was like, you you almost got me for a second. (laughs) No, no. Um, PTSD is 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 not good. You know, and you never want to give your wife PTSD. <laughs> you only want to give her that D, baby. Mm-hmm. TD. A different. Uh, just take out the P and yeah. something else. You Penis rearrange this letter. That sucking dick. I was going for STD, but oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that works too. I don't have it as bad as most. I think that I made out very lucky compared to some, and the bulk of my symptoms are not constant. I tend to get a little tense sometimes at night and can struggle with vivid dreams. Yo, dude, I struggle with vivid dreams. When I was like 13, all of them were wet. Ooh, that, <laughs> that it, was a struggle. It was, it was a tsunami. Vivid. It was a Too tsunami. Okay. That, that is tsunamis are traumatic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they are. Let me tell they you. are. They called it the white wave. Oh, goodness. Um, 
not because I'm white, but because of the, you know, you know how it, you know how 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 boys do. Um, you know, you're thinking of like, oh wow, that <laughs> I went to the art museum at LACMA. Yep. And damn, did Michelangelo not do a great job with those titties? Mm. <laughs> it was iCarly for me. <laughs> Since we're going there, I was like, dang, Miranda. What you yo, doing with all that? Yo, there's a reboot. There, we, we were recently on Doctor Phil, and um, they're filming the I knew I Carly reboot. Oh, on the there. Lot. Okay, yeah, I was like, oh, were they on Doctor Phil too? Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. Doctor Phil's in everything. He's everything, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Um, <laughs> I, I, we're not making light of PTSD. No, we're not. Care. No, we're not. No, we're not. Sam is, but I'm very <laughs> serious about it. Sam doesn't care. Um, this is not an every night thing. It comes in fits and starts lasting usually a week, maybe two, and then it's it you know fades to the back. Very rarely, I have extremely intense dreams that make me wake suddenly. I can be disoriented during that time or very emotionally activated. Now I can't get the whole the whole wet dream thing out of my head. <laughs> you set yourself up for failure. Oh God! All right. After I separated from the military, I became a military contractor and changed my career to a technical field. Which is actually like a great strategy if That's you're smart. Like leaving yeah. the military. I have a friend who did that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's smart, 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 smart. I got myself educated, trained in a technical specialty where I built myself a substantial nest egg. I was mentored by a good man on investments and in income generation, and I've done very well for myself. There we go. Building up his My confidence. man should start a, a finance YouTube channel. Yeah. I hold a full-time position back in the States now with a generous salary and benefits. I've taken care of myself physically, and despite having several injuries... And despite having several injuries, I've stayed very active, which is all to say, man is looking like a snack. Oh, goodness. Let what me you, touch those rippling pecs. What you doing with all that, daddy? Okay. So in regards to the PTSD, I have it much better than some. And I'm very grateful that that is the case. This girl and I met several years ago, but I was not dating and she was seeing someone, but we clicked right away, but never spoke of it ever again uh -oh. or crossed any lines and did not maintain communication. Very respectful. Very respectful. Of okay. You. I see you. There was a point where I thought about her. I did not reach out, but I wondered if I'd imagined the entire thing or if she felt the way I felt a few months ago, she reached out and we met up and the sparks were there. <gasps> the boyfriend she was seeing is long gone. Because I killed him. <laughs> Bye, daddy. The boyfriend she was seeing is long gone and we started a date. This is the first time I opened myself up to a romantic relationship in a very long time. Mm. So man's like, he's like, I'm ready for love. Open up combat, I'm daddy. <laughs> Spread those cheeks. Uh, things have progressed since that day. And she began spending the night. This is where my anxiety started to arise. I didn't want to suddenly have a bad episode at night with her there. I didn't yeah. want to speak about or even acknowledge my PTSD. I'm embarrassed not only of having it, oh. but also of speaking about it because so many endured and endure so much worse than I have. I have so little to complain about. But with her spending the night, I had to at least tell her that sometimes I can wake up suddenly and seem very frightened or alert. I don't or haven't done anything like dive on the floor or reach to arm myself, but I do suddenly bolt upright sometimes. I have called out before, and other times I get the shakes for a few minutes and feel very confused about where I am. So I told her, and she was an angel about it. But she also asked me to talk about what it was like with her and some of the things that I remember and that I struggle with. 
In the past, mm. I've never gone there with someone. I think sometimes the truth is not what people, particularly women in my experience, really want to hear. Like these women don't want to hear these stories about war, but in the past have often been criticized by my partners of being emotionally unavailable and closed off. They've been critical about my inability to open up with them and have expressed feeling like they were parts of me and they have expressed feeling that there are parts of me that were strangers to them and that it was part of what drove our relationship into negative places. He doesn't want to open like opening up has the challenges, but then not opening up. He's he's in a rock and a hard place. For, yeah. For sure. And it's like you have to make sure that the person you're with actually wants to hear your trauma. Yeah. Like I think there's yes. a lot of uh, there, there, there's like two kinds of people. There's like the people that think that they can handle a trauma dump and actually can't. And ask for it. And then like, right. oh, well, that was too much. Right, right, And then right. there's the people that maybe like, you know, share, overshare and then put someone in an uncomfortable yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, it's just about like reading the, you know, the strength of the relationship yeah. and how deep it is. It's I a, think it's so situational. It's so situational. Yeah. Like I had, I had, um, I had a friend that like our second time hanging out just like, told me everything that was wrong for with his life which was like actually in the moment i was okay with right because like i i try to be there for right even new friends right mm-hmm. um but then that was like how he experienced like us bonding and so then it was like we could only bond it became the, the core of like yeah. your relationship and it's like yeah which yeah. was not it, it felt like um not the most healthy yeah start and so like that's also something like i can imagine you know like OPC, like you even said in the beginning, like this is, I have PTSD. I'm not, I am not PTSD. Yeah. And so he doesn't want to make it a central focus of who he is and his identity and what he wants. Um, And, uh, and, you know, I could see opening up about this, like maybe yeah. posing. Like, and I think he, I think he recognizes he deserves support, but he doesn't want to do it at the expense of someone else, yeah. which is where he's running into that. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, he, like, place, I even in the, like him writing this, he is so empathetic, oh, bro. Like Matt, continually. Overly. All right. But there's more. There's more. Yes, there's there more. is. Um, without excusing any of my ex-girlfriend's decisions or behaviors, she wasn't wrong in this criticism. But still, I couldn't bring myself to really open up to my new girlfriend. She pressed gently, but left it alone, which is nice. Yes. She was very sweet through this. Very encouraging. She told me there was nothing that I could say that would change where we were going together and that she appreciates anyone who served her country. She's generally an empathetic human, and I felt relieved that she didn't really press me or elaborate in the moment. I felt more secure and safe. She told me that she loved me. She clings to my arm when we walk together, and she compliments me on my body, my clothes. Take them off, daddy. Uh, She tells me that I'm handsome and that she feels lucky. She posted me on her social media and introduced me to her friends, her coworkers, her parents. It's great. Okay. Everything's going smoothly. I would hope you do all that stuff. Okay. Well, this is where things go downhill. Oh boy. Three days ago though, I did have a fairly rough wake up one night. It was not my worst by any means, no yelling, but I bolted upright in bed suddenly and startled her awake and apparently sat very silent and very tense for a few seconds while she tried to ask me if I was all right. I don't remember her asking me repeatedly. I only remember her. I only remember hearing her and telling her that I was fine and thinking it was the first time that she'd asked, which, but she asked like a bunch of times. Right. She just yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. there. Caught the last one. I settled fairly quickly after. I usually do. But she again gently asked me to share with her what I see during these nightmares or what memories I have that bother me. Which, I, if I was in that relationship, I would kind of want to know. Totally. Like, yeah. I'll be curious. I, I be see her like, perspective. Yeah. And also, you want to be empathetic. You want to be like, hey, dude, what are you, like, what are you going through? What are you going through? Like, yeah. I want to, let I me wanna, listen. I want to be there. Yeah. I looked at her, this beautiful young woman, mm. 
And for the first time in a very long time, I felt seen. And I just didn't want to ruin things. I didn't want to push her away. I've done very well on my own, but there's something blissful about being loved and loving someone. And for whatever reason, right there, I opened up. I shared with her. Yeah, round of applause for yeah. that. We go OP. Hey, that's that. That's like when like if when you have trauma, that opening up period is I think super hard. But it's like a, a showcase of like, hey, maybe I can overcome this. Maybe this yeah. doesn't have to actually stunt or define my relationship. Hundred percent. Um, I shared with her a single account that sometimes bothers me. She asked detailed questions, and I answered. At first, anyway, I answered openly. But as I began to say more and more, even in the dark, I saw her expression changing. I saw worry in her face. I wouldn't call it fear, but I definitely saw uncertainty. And I understood what was happening too late because her next question was, did you enjoy being there though? And I'm, I'm going to go into this too, but like yeah. I, I've interviewed a bunch of like veterans, like combat veterans. And I remember there was a story that this guy said he came back from Afghanistan and he was, he was a combat veteran, saw, mm -hmm. saw some, some, some stuff. And he was, he, he was no longer in the military, just going around doing normal shit, went to Walmart to buy some toothpaste, picked up this bottle of toothpaste and was like, what the hell am I doing? Like I was saving lives. I was serving my country. Right. How could buying toothpaste ever compare to the importance of what I was doing, the life and death situations that I was in. And so like after serving at, or after doing something of, of such high intensity, mm -hmm. everything else about life just seems like it doesn't matter. Interesting. And so it's yeah. like hard to care about buying toothpaste when you've yeah. seen people live and die or like any of the mundane things that we do, which is Exactly. Pretty much all, all of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. I'm, and, and he goes into this. He says, I'm convinced almost every combat veteran can tell you that they enjoyed it. Even the scariest, most violent moments. There's some part of us that comes alive in a way during those situations that you just can't get back at home. It's a cliche by now, but it's real. And she asked the question knowing the answer. And I could see that she was hoping I would say that I didn't like it. Mm, but I couldn't yeah. lie to her. Yeah. 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 I didn't answer the question. I mean, what, what, what do you guys do in this situation? Yeah. I also, I'm curious if there's any like military vets that yeah. have gone through this. Like, you know, this is, this is a tough situation. You hate us by now, but please, yeah, we yeah, do yeah. actually want to yeah. hear from you. All yes. the military vets have like turned off like yeah, after yeah, like the like, third, third joke. Our retention um, among veterans yeah, is, is 0%. Way down. Yeah. I couldn't lie to her, but I didn't answer the question. I tried to hit that middle ground. At this point, I just wanted her to leave it be. And I wished I had never opened my mouth. I had never opened up. I feel so bad for OP. That was three days ago. She's been distant through texts. Oh. We haven't seen each other since. There's nothing I don't think that I can do now. Dating has just been so difficult for me. I'm so discouraged. I feel like this girl, you know, I thought we found something. And as a veteran, we were constantly told to talk about it. Whether you're on TikTok or Instagram, there are just mountains of posts from people, well-meaning people telling you, hey, share what you have to speak. Friends and family all want you to confide in them or in the very least, want you to know you could if you wanted. But I mean this when I say, for those of us that served, you really can't. Or in the very least, you will never really be able to tell whether you can or can't until you've made the choice and the consequences of that choice are out of your hands. I was falling for this girl. And now, despite my best attempts to stay positive, can't help but feel she saw all of me 
and then decided, I don't want this and walked away. Part of me knows that's all right. It's her choice. And there's integrity in letting someone have that part of you so they can decide, hey, do you want to deal with this or not? But part of me can't help but feel like I will never find a partner. And that there's a part of me that I have to hide from those that I love because it is more than anyone can handle. I don't know how to shake this profound sense of loneliness. I suddenly feel, find myself wishing I'd never responded to her to begin with. Find myself wishing that I knew better than to attempt to date or just try ever again. That just hits you like a, a decaton of yeah, bricks. Jeez. Like the poor guy. I mean, he's, I think he's doing everything right. Yeah. You know, he's trying to get still he's really trying. He's here. God. Yeah, dude, this guy's going through, through the freaking ringer, but John. Yes. There's a freaking update. <gasps> Say it ain't so. For those of you that suggested I speak to her and express that I didn't want to upset her, but I wanted to be honest. That's for those of you that suggested I speak to her and express that I didn't want to upset her. I just wanted to be honest. That's the route I want to go with. Oh. And I plan on doing that tomorrow. Okay. I won't get into the particulars of what I shared. I will say, however. Oh, so this is multiple updates, by the way. Okay. Okay. I'm buckling Update in. two. I won't get into the particulars of what I shared. I will say, however, it did not include any work. Oh, sorry. No, this is not update two. Cancel up to you. I won't into get. I won't get into the particulars of what I shared with her when when he was you know right sharing what happened with with his wake up his PTSD. However, it did not include any war crimes, and I didn't commit any during my time in service. We, the girl and I, have plans tomorrow, and I plan on asking her how she felt about our conversation and see where things stand. I've been on and off with the therapist since I left the uniformed service. There were periods where I worked very hard with them on a variety of things as I felt more comfortable in the steady civilian world. I relied on them less, but this relationship is new, and I think the advice to reach back out to my therapist and get some guidance support while working on it is a good idea. Love that. What I shared with her was not any of my direct combat action. It it was it, it was what I saw when my unit rolled up onto the aftermath of an IED detonation inside a civilian area. It was not graphic. No shots were fired by anyone on that day. We just tried to we just tried to support and secure the civilian area to the best of our ability while our commanding manager CM, I don't know what that is, worked to try to assist with the wounded. Finally, and most important, I'm extremely nervous. I'm leaving here shortly to go meet up with her. And we have a couple things planned, but the distance over text is very, very noticeable. Shorter texts, less affection, less enthusiasm. I'm trying to stay positive here, but I got this sinking feeling that it's just over between us. Oh. Update two. <gasps> we had our conversation. It was a beautiful fall day here. So we got to spend time outside and walking and I felt incredibly nervous, but I figured that I'd rather rip the bandaid off. The longer I seemed hesitant, I thought the longer the awkwardness built. I started by telling her that I was sorry for the other night, in particular for not asking how she felt after I communicated the event to her. I told her I did not want to overwhelm her and that I wasn't certain how much to speak on. I told her that it's uncomfortable for me to share things and that I'm not practiced in doing so. And because of that, I wasn't certain what was palatable or what was right to say. I told her that it was not my intention to overwhelm her and that I only wanted to give her a glimpse so she felt like she knew me because I saw her having a place beside me in my life and didn't want her to feel like I was hiding anything. I told her I understood. I told her I understood if it was too much too early in our relationship and if the general content was too heavy. I asked her if she was all right or 
had she struggled after we had talked and hmm? she apologized. That's right. We, we apologized to a king. But I could tell by the tone of her voice that she was both sincere and scrambling. She had not, it turned out, meant to withdraw. She said she should have just asked if I was all right, but she had felt me withdraw and gotten confused and wanted to give me space. She said uh. that she had been very aware while I was talking that I was leaving out things and struggling to make the content both palatable and matter of fact. Mm. And that watching me go through that, she felt like I was really overextending myself. And in the days following, she didn't want to press or scare me off. Yeah. So she's like, oh, like this guy's going through a ton. I don't want to be too needy and like yeah. pile on him. Let me give him some space. And now he's like, oh, man, she's then like, he withdraws distance. and then she yeah. withdraws. And then here and we then are. It's just wow. a withdrawing Dang. situation. The conversation lasted a bit longer than I'm summarizing. At one point, she said that she admires me very much. The fact that I served and that she's grateful that I care enough about her to push her outside of her comfort zone. And talk a little bit about the things I saw. She said she said a lot of nice things about strength. Made a playful comment about my physical strength Ooh. that I won't share in public. Uh -oh. And by the end of the night, I felt like we had taken a step further in what we we're building together. This doesn't seem to have been a speed bump at all. I'm grateful and honestly think the conversation with her was more productive. And thank you, Reddit, for your input. We're never too old to stop learning. Wow. Wow. Is that the end? That's the end. Dude. Man, this this is this is wow. This is a so very different things, story than a we very usually different take. story than we yeah. usually do. I think I think it's uh, the two things that were unusual here is that how just like it's more self, serious, yeah. serious, but also like self aware, intelligent, like OP was just about. I feel he was very self aware, empathetic, and like uh, very a very thoughtful person. Yeah. Um, and then also the fact that the Reddit community actually helped to do something. I know. And actually gave like some good advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's usually like, she's usually like cut off all contact. Yeah. What, imagine it, it block her. Yeah. Block her. No contact. Uh, and sue her family. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Definitely no contact. Is no, usual. but like this is, this is really nice. It feels like, like he took the advice from Reddit to heart mm. and it helped the relationship, which a win-win. Um, so OP, wherever you are, Thank you for sharing your story. That's um, right. And uh, any combat veterans that are watching, like I'd be very interested. Please. Or if you know, yeah. like if you are interested in your perspective um, related to OP's story, because like, I don't know, I I have a, a cousin whose husband or fiance is in the military. And that's like, I guess like the closest mm -hmm. relative yeah. I have to, uh, to in the army. Do you have any? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have like, you know, I have uh two or three like three friends that serve that are like more my age and then like some family but no no no, no like like oh my you know my my brother or my yeah. whoever like it's nothing like that yeah i'm not really close to like anyone that's like yeah. military heavy um but yeah we'd love to hear from you and yes. also what do you think about this story i know this is this was like very it's longer and yeah it's also very like it's like a more intense yeah um so i love I don't, I don't know well what do, you, what do you think if you guys like it like let us know or if uh you know we like when we make Stupid, stupid jokes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, 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 we were struggling. We probably went overboard. On this one. <laughs> I don't yeah. You guys can let us know. Like, yeah. we're here for the feedback. Just yeah, yeah, comment below yeah. and we'll read it and respond to yeah. it. And, sure. uh, and if you hurt my feelings, I will cry. So Same. just know that. Same. Yeah. <laughs> See you. I've been looking for your sorry ass for years, partner. Finally, we meet. What's the bounty on me these days? Last poster I saw was five stars on Spotify. Ooh, we 
you think you can take me alone? I'm the fastest gun in the West. You're a dead man walking. Oh, I know you're tough. I know you're fast, but you forgot about one thing. Oh, yeah, what's that, you snakeskin scoundrel? Hear that noise? That's the OK Gang about to assault your body with precision five-star reviews. My only weakness. You, the one listening, fire those thumbs right towards this son of a bitch and get us to five stars. 